long time but anyways guys uh i have fallen into a trap uh and you know what i love doing this from a personal standpoint because then you guys get to see exactly how i go through this at the moment in time see it's all about bringing value to as many people's lives as i possibly can it's not about talking bad about anyone or anything it's just about what feelings a human being experiences when a separation occurs so let me give you the basis, and then I'm going to give you some actionable steps in terms of what I'm going to be doing. So, again, it's 7 p.m., Saturday night, just got home, did all these other things, and next thing you know, I get on my message, and there it was. This is exactly what's been looming for, honestly, since, what, Monday or Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken? Monday. Probably, no, probably Tuesday. So, this has been a long time coming for about four or five days. I kind of felt this. And this is why I didn't make a couple of YouTube videos in terms of this and that. Because, again, what I'm going through, other people are going through the same thing. So, where did it all begin? It all began when... And I love it because Stephen Covey's books, they've taught me so much in terms of this. So, when I tell you what it has taught me... Of course, it's empathic listening, autobiographical responses... Um, of course, the whole trust thing, which I'm learning about right now and the speed of trust. And so I do believe that a certain level of trust was broken and that things started happening that kind of reminisced me or it was kind of reminiscent of what has happened or what had happened 11 years ago with my previous relationship. And I saw it coming. I saw it coming from a mile away because first, it's kind of like Kubler-Ross's stages of death, right? So first is the complaining. And the miscommunication, right? And then there's the blaming. And then after that, it's pure downhill until you actually get that ultimate message saying, or maybe it's the face-to-face interaction, which happened to me like, what, 10 years ago, when she was like, oh, I have to let you go. You know what I mean? And again, best thing that ever happened to me back then. But at the same token, I see it happening all the time. And I want to say all the time because I don't get into these types of things often. But again, take get in, and, and the thing is, when you're a man or a female and you take things for granted, you're never going to win. Now, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? It's like if your significant other does 15 great things, but does three bad things, and all you do is complain about those three bad things, you're taking him for granted or you're taking her for granted. And instead of actually saying, oh, my God. You were so great today. Thank you so much. And if you continue to just follow, you know, you know, message me throughout your day, even if you're busy, I would just appreciate it so much. See, you see what I did there? I used a coordinating conjunction and instead of but. But signals a contrast and just adds information. But with added information, I put instead of the but, I put the information in terms of, hey, if you just, you know, message me throughout the day when you're busy, I'll be perfectly fine with that. You see what I mean? Now. I learned that in Napoleon Hill's uh, How to Win and Influence People. I'm, I'm sorry, not Napoleon Hill. Dale Carnegie's How to Win and Influence People. So I know how to do that, but other people don't. And honestly, I sensed this detachment over the last four days. I sensed, the, I sensed from the other party that there was just no communication. There was no this, there was no that. And I was like, you know what? This is getting more odd by the moment. 
and I'm just scratching my head. I'm like, you know what? This is really, really weird because it just, I, you, I can just feel it because I'm such an energetic human being as you guys can hear. But when I feel low, low energy, I know something is wrong. When I go into work and people keep their heads down or people don't speak to me, I know something's wrong. Of course, two hours later, next thing you know, there goes a letter. Oh, well, this happened. You see what I mean? I know human beings so well. So, what did the message entail? Well, it didn't entail much. It was just like, again, another miscommunication. Because I told the other individual, I said, hey, you know what? I would call you, but I'm not sure exactly how, you know, how busy you are at work and whatnot. And, of course, she responded. She said, oh, well, you know what? Uh, she said, well, I was waiting for you to call me, but you didn't. And, and I know you've made up your mind already. And I'm like, huh? Again, miscommunication. Now, if you look at it this way, if we end up prolonging this, there's already significant problems. And this just happened in the last past week. Now, if we were able to get on the phone and say, hey, listen here, listen there, this and that. And the next thing you know, something just said last night. And I was like, excuse me? Are you serious? And so, again, guys, a lot of us go through these things. A lot of this you guys probably relate to and say, yeah, that happened to me. Been there, done that. But how do you get to the next step in terms of getting over it? Now, people would say, oh, you're just too independent. Oh, you're not really investing your heart into it. No, I invest my heart into everything, but I still keep control of my mind. So, again, if I didn't really care, I'd be right here saying, oh, well, I don't give a damn. You know what? It it is what it is. If things happen, that happens. No, 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 no. Again, there was a mutual agreement. I said, best of luck in your future endeavors. But at the same time, that person that I used to talk to on on a regular basis is now gone. So, this is one of the primary biggest problems with a lot of people. You have that empty space. You have that void. It's kind of like my ex-girlfriend from a... Oh my God, it's so funny. I keep bringing up this relationship that happened 11 years ago when I was a kid. But again, when she left my life, I had no friends. I had nothing. So I was sitting there in my sorrows thinking about that same relationship over and over and over. Until, of course, I got into dental assistant school. I made one friend named Ida. Ida Ohan. She's Armenian-American, of course. And then another girl from Guam... Or was it Guam or Fiji? No, Guam. Guam. She's from Guam. And we were dental assistant mates and we would just talk. They, they were very, very funny and this and that. So many different things, right? And so that helped me because I was able to surround myself with other people. She was also there when, uh, you know, that same specific girl, Jessica, was there when something else had happened before that. Or was it before or after Man, I don't even remember. Ah, yes, after that. That later summer after I went to Australia, another thing happened, another big breakup. And Jessica was there. She's like, listen, you just got to let the healing process roll through now. But you know what? I was still caught up in my own thoughts. I, I was caught up in what I wanted. And that's what happens with relationships. You know what? I was just talking about this. I was talking about this, what, last night or this morning with a friend. And I remember... I told her, I said, listen, I lost two friends to suicides, probably within a three-month period. Three-month period. And you know what? One's name was London. London was a magnificent individual. This guy had some of the most unbelievable, empathic listening skills I could could ever recall. He was phenomenal on a scale you have no... I can't even grade him on a scale. And that kid was literally 18 years old at that time. Because I was probably, what, 2008? Man, I wasn't even goddamn 21 yet. He was about, what, between 17 18. But the amount of caring, of care that was in that soul that I knew, 
was was unmatched. Just remarkable. There was another guy by the name of Chester. Again, the one was native of Hawaii. Another guy, of course, he was born and raised in Las Vegas. Had a brother, had a sister named Bridget. Wonderful parents and everything. Boom. They all committed suicide. Why? Girlfriends. They broke up. And I remember Chester, he hung himself. And he said, you know what, man? I just, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not fool without you. He left a note on the table. He hung himself. Another person by the name of London, well, of course, London, that unbelievable guy, he killed himself over, uh, over a girl, too. You see what I mean? When you feel that you are so without and you are so empty to the point where you ultimately take your life over another fucking individual, that is inexcusable. And it's very selfish on the other, on the, uh, on, you know, on their end for even doing that. A lot of people would say, no, well, you know, you know, it's this and that. And we, no, no, no. Just think about it. You went into that relationship perfectly fine. You let, leave the relationship and now you're finished? Just put it into perspective. But you know what? It's crazy. Because I actually went through some things, you know, 10 years ago when that girl ended up, uh, what is it? When she ended up leaving me and whatnot. I was depressed. I was depressed. But not for one minute. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. Fuck no. I can give a damn. It's one soul. And it had to happen. See, I didn't accept it at that specific moment, but I was like, man, this had to happen. I don't know why. Maybe I'll make sense of it soon, but it had to happen. She went into a rebound relationship. Boom, she got pregnant. That's it. That's it. She got pregnant. And she's just going to, what, okay, go to school, do this, do that. She's just going to work like a desk job or whatever. And that's the end. I mean, that's just the will of life for the majority of these people. I mean, it's kind of sad, but it is what it is. It's the life that they choose. But you know what? That summer in 2009, after she dumped me, man, I went to Australia. My life changed forever. Okay, the Japanese girl that actually dumped me, well, actually, she cheated on me and everything. She ended up getting into an abusive relationship for a year with a guy from somewhere in the Middle East. A year. He would beat her everywhere. Out there in Australia. She was going to school out there. Macquarie University. Now, again... I'm not sitting here saying, hey, you, I'm not going to sit here like a selfish, disgusting human being and say, hey, you know what? You had me. If you didn't do that, you know, you wouldn't have gotten. No, that's that's unfair. That's unfair. She had no idea. Now, again, what happened between me and her is what happened between me and her. The ramifications that led to it after it was her actually giving in and just saying to herself, you know what? I'm just going to go through with this relationship with the other guy. I didn't force my, I didn't put a gun to her head saying do that. I didn't even know the guy, but I've seen the guy probably a year later after I went out there. I was like, oh, so that's the abusive motherfucker. And of course I'm like, you know what? Hey, it's none of my business. You know, she doesn't talk to me anymore. I haven't talked to that girl in like 10 years, I guess. Um, but guys, you, you understand what's happening. There's always like a cause and effect to everything. People go, people just change. In general, okay, I'm going to go this way, I'm going to go that way. So, if you look at what's happening right now, in present moment in my life, man, I'm still the same no matter what. As you can hear. Now, she sent that message. She made the decision that it was over. And she was like, thank you for everything. I said, okay, by all means. I said what I had to say. And I said, I wish you luck in your future endeavors. Hey, guys, crossroads are met. It's time to keep going. Now, a lot of people will say, so what are you going to do? Now, these are three actionable steps for you guys, because I want you guys to take, I ultimately want you guys to take something back from this, right? So if we look at this and say, evaluate the situation and say to ourselves, ah, okay, Arsenio, 
So what are you going to do now? Well, obviously, keep continuing being Arsenio and keep doing the amazing things that I'm doing right now, such as actually doing this podcast and everything else. Nothing ever changes. Nothing's ever going to change. But for those of you out there who just seem, oh, man, she left me. I don't know what to do. You know, actually, Selena, she went through a really, really relentless breakup with the fiance. Can you imagine that? A fiance. And he ended up, he couldn't get over it. He was driving by her house. He was stalking her. She went to the police. She got a restraining order. All those crazy things because he couldn't just accept the fact that it didn't work and it's time for him to move on. And a lot, it's so it's so difficult to actually say that because me, I've created such an unbelievable mental attitude, a positive mental attitude, whereas this stuff doesn't necessarily phase me. I mean, yes, it does suck. And I say, well, I mean, it is what it is, but I got taken for granted. And it was her decision. There's nothing I could do. It was her decision. So, I'm going to keep going on. I'm not going to say, well, I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Which is kind of funny. I'm like, well, I knew that was going to happen. No, 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 no. You know, of of course, my old self would say, well, Arsenio, you already knew that was going to happen because you're in Asia and they don't do this. (laughs) No, no, I'm not going to do that. I I don't want to say that. Oh, God, that's funny, though. I don't know. I just love cracking myself up. But anyways, actionable steps. Keep yourself busy. That's number one. Now, if you're going into a depressed day and all these things, and this is your number two, change your scenery. Okay, now, I'm actually looking at my bed right now. Do I have memories of this specific individual in my bed? No. Right? Are there... Different triggers around, whereas if I look at something, it reminds me of her. Probably a couple of things. So what am I going to do? I'm going to have to get rid of them. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to just keep bringing something that belongs to someone that ultimately just wanted to walk out of my life anyway. So it wasn't even technically a relationship. It was just dating. But I'm not just going to leave these things around because every time I look at them, during this process and during the process that you guys might be going through out there in the world, you don't want to keep being reminded of this. You don't want to keep saying, oh, man, oh, well, that reminds me of this and this reminds me of that. And, you know, going down this road and going to this store, stay away from all that shit. And a lot of you would say, oh, well, that's the only store in the town. Well, hey, by all means, you're going to have to go there. But somehow you're going to have to develop something within the mind, whereas you're just not pondering and just reminiscing the good times. Because, again, you have memories with everyone. I can have a memory with someone on the train. I have a memory with this girl that actually lives here at my condo. She always smiles at me. But this morning, she walked by me. She didn't even smile at me. I was like, hey, that's fucked up. I remember you smiled at me last time. Okay, okay, that's all right, all right, okay, okay. Got that Denzel Washington impersonation going. You know what I mean? Keep it real, people. Got to keep it real. Change your scenery. Don't sit there. You got to keep yourself busy. All right, so keep yourself busy, meaning look at my life. All right, so I'm going to give you my schedule tomorrow. Okay, I got to do like three YouTube videos tomorrow. Insane. Pure insanity, right? In the morning, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And again, it's all very, very easy for me, but I'm keeping myself busy. uh, What is it? 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., teach, teach, teach. Boom, got two podcast interviews uh, in the night, and then boom, I got two massive podcast interviews Monday morning, after that, might teach a friend. If I don't, I'm going to go work out. After I work out, I'm going to go to the bookstore, and I'm going to start preparing big, 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 big things. On top of that, 
write the ebook, write this, write that. Now, again, if I'm actually at home and I'm like, man, this is getting very overbearing. I don't know what else to do. You know, I really want to, uh, you know, I wish I could talk to her or this or that. I know. I wish I could talk to her. But you guess what? You're going to have to talk to someone else. So this is why I've created such an unbelievably profound circle. Now, some of you have friends. Me, I have mentors and coaches. So now it's like, okay, listen, Perry, okay, Luke, okay, you, okay, this, okay, that. Hey, look, man, this is what just happened. What would you recommend? Now, again, I kind of know all the answers already, but they might know something that I don't. And this is why I'm so open. This is what I told you guys about in Stephen Covey's Speed of Trust. You have to be open to that insight and that revelation that will help you and propel you through these times. You know what I mean? And so, you can't sit around. Open your goddamn drapes every time in the morning. Do something that will just disrupt that biochemistry that you have. So, biochemistry. You're like, okay, what does that mean? Okay, so if you're feeling that negative vibe and you're reminiscent, boom, hurry up and do something that will bring some kind of pain in. You know what? There was a guy that I met on the Tough Butter course out there in Phoenix, Arizona. He said, yeah, man, I went through a divorce. This happened, that happened. And now I lost 50 pounds. And I said, so you actually went through physical pain to get over this? He said, yep. He said, I was so bent out of shape. I was so jacked up emotionally. I had to, you know, start going through, you know, going through this uh, through like a physical aspect. And of course, he slayed his demons. So again, what can I do? Hey, you know what? Start doing things that are way off. Now, again, me, I, does it suck? It sucks to a certain extent because it looked like there was going to be a future. But hey. Things happen. Stuff comes in between. Who knows what could happen? But at the same token, you're saying to yourself, be like, okay, you know what? I got it. It's all good. What I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And we're just going to go through this process like we normally always do. But these are the most difficult moments. Because, again, it could sway right. You could do what's right or it could go completely left. And I'm saying this to all of you out there because obviously coach, mentor, teacher, you name it, I'm everything. I've been there. I've done that. I've been through everything. You cannot even imagine. I've been through it all. Believe me. But at the same token, man, just because I went through it doesn't mean that, you know, there are going to be different things like, oh, man, well, you know what? Can I try to, you know, can I try to salvage it? Okay, if you try to salvage it, then what's going to happen after that? Oh, maybe I'm prolonging the inevitable. Okay, now I'm second guessing myself. Okay, well, then you know what, man? Maybe I should just stay focused and just, you know what? I kind of know what the, I know what inevitability is. Okay, she goes back to her country. Then how are we going to keep that relationship? Oh, well, you know, there's so many problems right now. This, that, you know what, Don? Okay, forget. Hey, best of luck to you. This ain't going to work. And now it's like, damn, well, you know what? That person I used to talk to all the time, she's gone. Well, you know what? Okay. Make some new friends. Make some new friends. Do some new things. Take up a new hobby. Get out of your own get out of your own rut. Okay, change up your scenery. Get rid of all those memories. Alright. Disrupt that body uh that uh that biochemistry that you have in your body. These are things that are going to help you. So guys, now that I'm experiencing it. It's great that I'm actually talking to you guys while I'm experiencing it. So now you guys understand, oh, wow, okay, he's actually going through that at present time. And he sounds perfectly fine. Yeah, because guess what? It's not the end of the goddamn world. (laughs) It's not the end of the world. And you know what? Think about this from an esoteric metaphysical standpoint. That had to end. The way it did, it had to. 
See, Michael Bernard Beckwith, he says, if you start asking the right questions, the right answers will come. See, for that thing to just go completely sour in four days after creating all those memories, I'm talking about the Christmas, the New Year's, the this, the that, for that to just go completely sour like that, something had to go, something is probably trying to emerge. Something bigger is trying to emerge in my life. But what is it? What is it that's trying to come in? And that's what's so amazing because I do believe with that departure, something has to fill that void. Now, I'm not saying it's a relationship. I'm not saying it's a figure. I'm not saying it's this or that. I don't know what it is. But now it keeps me in suspense saying to myself, huh, okay, so, okay, over the last four days, okay, we've been talking, okay, you know, we had a great time, we did this, we did that, now it's all gone, but why? Why did it end? It had nothing to do with me, had nothing to do with her. See, now we're thinking way outside the box. It had to do with something that's trying to come in. So if I ask the universe, and I say, universe, what are you trying to put together? What is it that you're trying to do? Because you know what? I can't just keep going through these emotional this and that and all these crazy things, right? No. What is it that the universe is trying to tell me? And that's probably the greatest question that will, of course, the greatest answer will follow after that. Who knows? It might be in a month, a, a day, a week, a month, a year. Who knows? But that had to happen the way it did. And these debacling and these terrible conversations over the last four days, which I've sensed, they had to go through the way they did for some reason. And you know what? When I make sense of all of it, I'll be sure to tune back in with you guys. So guys, take those steps with you. Do those things. Do what I'm doing. And you know what? Just ask yourself that question. Say, oh man, you want to leave me, huh? Well, that's interesting. Okay, I'm not going to force you to stay. That's for damn sure. Okay, never force a soul to stay. Because if a soul wants to leave, the soul's going to leave. If you try convincing them, you're only prolonging the inevitable and it's going to end even worse. Hey, what, what is it? Oh, the feelings aren't there anymore? Listen, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I can't keep trying. That's the biggest red flag in the world. We got to cut this bad boy short. And we're just going to get over it. I mean, we just got to exercise those demons within us. But at that same token... Maybe there's something big. It might be a phone call to go do this or, you know, go to this country and I might meet someone in Japan or this. You have no idea what could happen. But see, that's how the universe works. So now in times of this, turning the, uh, you know, the station to another channel, the excitement on the other side is even more exciting. So, guys, with that being said, stay tuned for another podcast. Man, I got a lot of interviews coming up, so you guys stay tuned for that. And as always, man, I'm your host, Arsenio. Over and out.